Welcome to Just One More Story by George Walters, a weekly podcast where every Friday I share with you one story taken from my collection of many. It should be noted that this podcast was created by me, your host, George Walters, with the help of my lovely wife, Ruth, and two sons, Craig and Carl. And I don't mind saying, as much as it is me writing and telling the stories, without them, it wouldn't have been possible. So knowing that, let's get started. Hi folks, how y'all doing today? Good, I hope. For myself, I have to be honest with you, today I'm a touch upset. Not to the point that it is affecting my life in general, but it still plays heavily on my mind. What is bothering me? Well, I'm glad you asked, as hey, if a person can't talk to friends, who can they talk to? And most of you that listen to my podcast, I consider a friend. I don't see you every day in body, but I know you're there. And... For those of you that aren't my friends, that don't want to be in my life, all I can say is, there's the door. Hell, I'll even open it for you. Anyways, the thing that has been bothering me for the past few days is what is happening in our society today. There are other things relating to the same thing that bothers me also, but this one relates to what some folks are saying about a great man. I will share his name with you in a minute. To me... There has never been a person that walked this old earth of ours with more compassion for his fellow man other than my own father. Truth be told, my dad kind of resembled him and stood for the same values. And I am proud to say that I go along with their values. The thing that really hurts me, though, is how some people try to twist words that this man has said in ways that makes him look like a racist and someone that didn't care about his fellow man. To me, he never ever said a racist remark in his whole life. Oh, sure, there were times what he, had, what he said might have sounded a bit troubling, but if you came to that conclusion, bottom line, you weren't really reading or listening to what he had to say in full. He stood up for what he believed in and held his head up with pride. He told those that needed to be told and left it at that. Almost everyone at the time liked him and felt proud to call him their friend. And the best was said by his son. Those who knew him knew he judged everyone was an individual and believed everyone deserved an equal opportunity. You know, them few words being a writer, I believe, should and will go down in history, never to be forgotten, as this man should never be forgotten either. Yes, it's sad what some want to do today, how they take something that once was, and instead of leaving it where it belongs, or learning from it, they destroy, burn, loot, and even kill in some instances, working extra hard at reviving something that should be left alone. What a waste of precious time and energy that could have been used for the good of all, here and now in these trying times. I think the man himself said it all one time, which in my mind would relate to what these folks today are saying about him. Your short ears and long in mouth. You know, I was going to tell you his name myself, but being the man he was, I would think he would like to have one last chance to say what he really believed in. Here it is, in his own words. Tomorrow is the most important thing in life. It comes into us at midnight, very clean, 
It's perfect when it arrives, and it puts itself in our hands. It hopes we've learned something from yesterday. John Wayne. Yep, that's the man I was talking about, John Wayne. There will never be another. With that being said, and off my chest, let's get on with the story that I'll wind up for you today. It's all about another man, similar in many ways. I hope you enjoy A Man of Values. I have written many a story about my old dad throughout my day, most of one-time events, that brought forth in me a story that needed to be told. My old dad was quite a feller, and before I forget, a great storyteller too. In the beginning, my dad and I didn't have too many days together, but later on in life, things changed, and the days that we did spend with each other were pretty special. It seemed no matter what time of day, Dad was always in a contented state of mind. I would have to say that he knew exactly where he was in life and was happy to be there. For most, it would be something that would only arrive from dreams. There were days out in the orchards occasionally that you would see him grumble a bit, and the example would be if a groundhog got to digging holes in and around his peach trees, or a muskrat dug holes in the dam of his pond that he used for irrigation. One of his biggest beasts was when a jet would fly over, leaving a huge spew of vapor from, be- from behind it. Bothered him to no end with them polluting and disrupting the air. He did find he grumbled. I did find he would grumble a lot about the weather, but then thinking about it a bit, I soon came to understand that weather played a huge part in a farmer's life. These things, though, never got him upset enough so that he didn't have time to chat to me or listen to a problem I was having. He always found time, and it seemed he looked forward in hearing from me, along with how I was feeling and what my plans were in life. For entertainment, old dad loved to watch television on the weekend, knowing his farm work was all done and out of the way. His most favorite show was a western called Gunsmoke with James Arness as Matt Dillon, a great friend of John Wayne, who actually gave James Arness a fantastic send-off with his first show. The stars were Chester, later on Festus, Doc Adams, and Kitty, the gal who owned the saloon. It was a great show, for sure, and ran from 1955 till 1975. Amazing. They made 635 shows, and I would have to say not one didn't keep you on the edge of your seat. I actually managed to corral every one of them shows with the help of my sons and got them on my computer. You know, it's kind of amusing, as it seems about the time I watched them all. Being so many, I want to watch them again. Some would ask why the show was so successful. Well, it's quite simple, really. As the whole show was related to what life was truly about, troubles, hard times, sadness, love, family, family values, and standing up for what was right, and not kneeling down to what others thought or did. You could say the good things, the things that were that one yearned for and needed in life. The other thing that should be mentioned, they had a great writer, or I guess I should say writers throughout the series, who thought on the same lines as I do as a writer today. Another Western dad liked was Bonanza, starring Lauren Green, who played Ben Cartwright with his son, Little Joe, 
Adam and Haas. Again, a great family-related show and very entertaining as they worked and defended the ranch while helping the surrounding community. It's said that a lot of what took place in that show was taken from true events. It ran from 1959 till 1973, 429 episodes, and I do have most of them too. And every so often when the herd hits, I get to watching a few as my old dad used to. It kind of as if he was right there with me. Hmm, maybe he is. There were a few other shows he enjoyed, like Ed Sullivan, Walt Disney, Davy Crockett, and Daniel Boone. Later on in life, after a successful farming career, he started going to the sunny south, Florida, for the winter month, Sarasota to be exact. Come November, you could see the sparkle in his eye, revealing his yearning to be on the way. He loved it down there, resting under the palm trees with a cool drink while it was snowing and blowing up here in the north. I suspect it gave him a feeling of accomplishment for the hard year's work back on the farm. Fishing took up a great part of his time, along with visiting and playing cards with family and friends. There was never an evening went by that the cards wouldn't be seen on the kitchen table. Euchre was a game of choice if more than two were visiting. Crib would be his next choice if only two. You know, he could play for hours without letting up, enjoying every game to its fullest. It was amazing, really, just how much he enjoyed playing cards. His other greatest passion was reading books, mostly westerns, but he did like the occasional good mystery thrown in to break things up a bit from time to time. I would have to say his likes reflects directly on mine today. Something, something though, even into the day, when thinking about it, still brings a smile on my face. A good feeling, you might say. That was, that was how he felt about his equipment. Not a day went by that he wouldn't pat his old tractor like he did his old horse of years past after a hard day's work, letting it know his feelings as if it were alive that it had done a good day's work. I have to say that he made it feel that the equipment was alive and needed compassion as we humans do, which in a lot of ways I truly believe he was correct in his thinking. He was also sure of what he was capable of doing and believed in, right and wrong, he despised governments in power, as I do, that work for themselves and not the people. He also liked to work alone and occasionally with friends that had enough gumption to stand up for what was right. Yes, it's sad my dad is gone, as is old John Wayne, especially what is happening in the world today. We all could have used their straight-to-the-point strength and know-how in dealing with what's at hand right now not to forget his compassion to life itself. Never, and I will say this again, never in all the years that I knew him did he ever complain about his own troubles relating to health or life in general, even in the last hours here on earth when we talked together. Finally, let me say this. He never pretended to be anyone else other than himself. He always told me, Jordan, stand up for what you feel is right and always be your own man. Always listen to what others have to say, but only act upon your own decisions, which I have done and will continue to do so. That's it for today, folks. But before I go, I would like to mention that all my stories are also available in books. We have seven books to choose from, and each book has over 50 short stories. 
The titles of the books are One More Story, Moments in Time, Paths We Choose, Times Changing, Keep Turning Pages, Join Me in the Garden, and Nature's Gateway to Health. All of our books are available on Amazon.ca or Amazon.com in ebooks or paperback. If you would like more information regarding my books or podcasts, you can email me at any time at stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll say that one more time. Stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll get back to you. You can also listen to my podcasts on Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, CastBox, The Walters Post, and Google Home. Just say, hey Google, play Just One More Story by George Walters. And if you enjoy my podcasts, share them with others or tell a friend. In doing so, it will help me make more podcasts for all to enjoy. And finally, I would like to thank you all for listening. And don't forget to tune in every Friday for a new episode of Just One More Story by George Walters.